Great rising. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast. I like to say welcome. This is Thoughts of a Black Girl. Okay, okay, okay. I know. I know. I'm sorry, you listeners who are out there expecting or was expecting me to show up on a Thursday. It's been a few weeks, quite a few weeks. And even then, I contemplated and contemplated, should I re-record? Are people really gaining something from this? Every time I ask a question or say, you know, something on here through Spotify, I'm, I'm asking for, even though you might be listening to this through any podcast platform that you listen with, but... I had been contemplating, are people really getting something from this? Are they enhancing or expanding, right? Um, Or are they just, you know, getting some tea because they might think they know me personally and they want to talk and run their mouths. You know, people can be messy like that. But I can't let none of that stop what I'm meant to do, who I'm meant to be, where I'm meant to go. All I can do is try to help in the places that I've been given to help at. So if I have had a, or if you have had a privilege to have encountered me on either this podcast or in real life at this day and age in my life, then I hope I have expanded your mind and blessed you and enlightened you in some way, somehow, right? Because that's ultimately what... I am meant to do communicate. I am a messenger. So I have messages and I can communicate those messages in the most intellectual way that I can and know how. All right. So on with the show, right? So I've missed my audience tremendously. I've had more than one platform and I have decided to go on a hiatus or hiatus. Um, This was where I deleted all of my social media, not permanently, I don't know, maybe indefinitely, I don't know. I haven't really got too much of an urge to reactivate except when I meet new people and they're like, what's your social media? And I'm like, "Uh, I don't have one. However, Thoughts of a Black Girl is still on Instagram, Thoughts of a Black Girl is still on Facebook, and Thoughts of a Black Girl's podcast is still here because Thoughts of a Black Girl is not me personally. It's Thoughts of a Black Girl. It's an incorporation. It's a nonprofit organization. It's a 501c. It's a business. And if you look Thoughts of a Black Girl up, you will find It's a business. And on my podcast, you do get to know me. You do get to know my thoughts. You don't know so much of it because there's a level to what I expose. However, I am never shying away from speaking the truth as I see it. And my truth may not be your truth. And what I see and how I see and how I perceive things may not be how you see and how you perceive things. Why? Because how you were raised wasn't how I was raised. Why? Because what I've read, maybe not be you. Maybe I have gotten a different understanding from what you have read, right? Take for the instance, the Bible, a, a living doctrine, right? A living doctrine. When I say living doctrine means it can be read and translated by millions 
and perceived in different ways. Thus, we have what the Lutheran church, the Catholic church, the non-dominational church, the Baptist church, the um, Mormon church, the I can go on and on and on. Right. Okay. Point taken, I hope. So anyway, I have been um, working lately, of course. I, I mean, I'm always working, whether it's on my own things or on, you know, uh, things for the community or things that I'm meant to be doing. Um, I have, if you don't know, I have been teaching. And so this has opened my mind and eyes to a whole new set of, um, purpose, right? I've always want, I've always had a desire to teach, to engage, to help expand and give knowledge on the level. But this also helps take things to another level, right? And for me, I have been able to be exposed to the life of living for the youth, right? And I knew that that was that was something purposeful for me to have. And I had just had these questions uh, run through my head recently. Like, um, I asked myself, why am I here? Right? Not why am I? I know my purpose. So I'm, I'm not asking why was I born? I'm surpassed that. I'm literally 37 years old. So or 38 years old now or whatever age they say <laughs> that I may be. Um, so anyway, I'm surpassed that, right, of... Why am I here? But no, why am I in the different demographic I'm in, right? And I think I've said that in previous segments, like, why am I here? Why do I, out of all places to live, all the, why would I choose to be here? And I give a lot of thanks to a friend of mine, and I'm not going to um, go into much detail. I did dedicate a platform to to this friend, to this divine counterpart, this divine person, but I decided that... I'm going to go about it in a more, in a different way, um, more through a writer's tale because I'm a writer and I think I can get more information and details and intimacy and things out and my journey out through writing. So um, I will be allowing you all, letting you all know when that uh, writing will be published. But as of now, it's on the back burner is <laughs> something that I really don't want to think about on the forefront of my life. Um, but it had been the forefront of my, my life, why I'm even here. And so I give thanks and it's kind of like giving kudos to God aligning the, the right people at the right time to do the, to do the right things, even if it's wrong in someone else's eyes, right? Cause it's the perception and our perceptions only uh, dictated by our programming, right? And our programming is dictated by society. And so ultimately, uh, who's to say what's wrong or right <laughs> outside of society? Um, yeah, that's point exactly. So ultimately, the things that had been set up to happen, even though they might not be idealistic or movie-listic or Hollywood style or fairy tale right, um, has led me here to where I'm at now, divinely, purposely placed to make a great impact on the lives of many. And I would never have thought I've been here. So 
thank you to the divine. Thank you for everyone that he has aligned up in my life, rather to cause pain or destruction or to love and heal. All of it's meant for me to grow and expand through and learn through, right? And that's how I look at all situations and that's how I look at it. So here recently, I have been wanting to travel, right? I finally have gotten myself in a financial state that I feel comfortable. Now, yes, am I still building? Yes. Should you be always, as long as you're living, building upon what you're having? Yes, right? And... I was thinking the other day, like, I, I want, a, you know, I, I really would like a companion that I can build with. Why? So I thought about the reasons why I would want a companion. And the only thing I could think of is to build faster. <laughs> like, I don't really, I, I mean, it would be nice to be on the accord with someone to, to learn with, to grow with, and expand with. But then you got a deal, which I maybe I'm... Maybe it's this is a sign that I'm sour in some parts, but then you got to deal with all the shenanigans, like all the things that they got to deal with. Right. So like their past hurts if they're not healed or their pet peeves or what they their programming. Right. Or their issues or not issues or what they prefer. Well, uh, what if you're at a point in life you don't want to deal with that, right? I don't want to deal with someone's preference of what they like and don't like. I don't want to have to think about what someone may or may not do or be willing to or not willing to do. And then my whole life is dictated or my whole, my, all my actions are dictated around that person's opinion or thought process or their demons or their things or their struggles or their their wounds and that what that in itself sounds like a whole lot of work that I never want to experience again in my life so hey what does that mean I might be single forever I mean it's giving but I don't know I don't know um one of the things I found myself doing and I was listening to the hurt women and I want to say they're hurt but I've been listening to some of the rap females that have been coming out and what they're talking about. And a lot of them do sound like, I don't want to say they sound hurt or, or wounded, but in, there's a level to it, right? And yeah, like I did, I had found myself dr- driving, you know, down someone's street, trying, you know, not really trying to see, but yeah, trying to see what they have going on. And if I don't know, I'm insecure. If I do know I'm insecure. And if I'm (laughs) in the fact that I'm just even driving to see I'm insecure. No, I don't want none of those shenanigans in my life. I want to be secure within myself, secure in who I am. And if I'm with someone or if I'm entertaining someone or if I allow someone in my life, I don't want to allow no one in my life that's going to make me feel insecure on any level. What you doing? Where you at? Who you with? Who's with there? Who's not there? If you're there, there. No, that just holds up my building process. Right. So it's kind of like focus. So being so consumed and focused with purpose and building and expanding that like nothing can penetrate where I'm at right now. Right. Right. 
And even if it begins to, I'm irritated with it. Like, no, I don't want to know what you're doing. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see, I don't want to be in this predicament where I'm thinking about you, right? I don't want that. Why? Uh, Because it gets in the way of me, right? It gets in the way of me building. It makes me feel like I'm missing something when I have all the pieces I need within me. And without you, I am fine. And with you, you were just, I was the addition to your life. You could be the addition to my life if we were building together. Otherwise, I was wasting away my energy and my resources that could have been put into what I'm building. So all it did was prolong what I'm building. No, absolutely not. But if you're not in that situation and you're connected to someone and you're building together and you're, you're on the same wavelength and you're thinking the same way and you're honestly able to expand each other and you can honestly see that your life without that person added to it ha- would have never exceeded to the point where that it is, then kudos to you. You found something rare. Otherwise, so <laughs> I mean, it's not giving, right? So I don't know. I I went on that event because I was like, I'm ready to travel. I am in where I'm at and I don't expect to find or have what if it comes to a companion and someone for me who's going to help expand me and grow me outside of what I can do for myself, um, then I need to expand and grow, right? I, I need to be able, but it's, it's not, but I'm feeling like that's not going to be where I'm at. I'm not going to have what I want or what I desire. And I don't even know what I desired because honestly, I don't believe I've had it yet. So I don't believe that it's where I'm at. It's where I'm going. And so I decided I wanted to start traveling, right? But not just any traveling. I've been state to state. Woohoo. Like, okay. There's not too much that I haven't seen in state to in this in state. So I wanted to start traveling the world, traveling country to country, right? Really expanding and really getting out there and really meeting different people, right? Maybe the person that I'm meant to build with doesn't even live in this country, right? Doesn't even have this plagued mindset that so many of us have being here. Warped thought process of colorism and, and, and the out exterior of what other people think. I'm not sure because I don't know what's out there outside of this country, right? But I'm willing to travel. I'm willing to see what it's like, right? And so... I was like, what, when can I travel? What can I do? I said, I looked at my finances and I looked at accounts and one of the things as far as financially, and that's what I really came on here to talk about finances, money and investing and things that I hadn't talked to talked about in a while. Cause I had been on the spiritual rant for a while and no, don't get, take it for granted. I am so still spiritually attuned. I still give honor and thanks to my creator and the universe has set up my ancestors and my God, my, like my life is set up per, like, like it's supposed to be set up. 
Now, and I can't say things are perfect, but perfect for me, because honestly, what is perfect, right? What would someone consider perfect? Big house, money, all that might not be, right? But everything in overflow, everything in abundance, everything expanding, everything is growing, everything is a learning, (laughs) everything, the will is turning in my favor at a constant rate. What what more can I ask for, right? Yes, the love of my life to come swoop, rescue, come sweep me up, or not like that I need rescued, but <laughs> come in like a knight in shining armor. Yeah, it'd be nice, but I mean, we'll see, right? Because everyone has their issues, everyone has their flaws, everyone has something they're working on, and. I'm I'm really particular right now. So it's kind of like, we'll see. We'll see what, what that has in store. But it's not going to be the focus. And any time that I feel like it's trying to overshadow and then it, if love or uh, a, a desire for someone is starting to come in and overshadow me or come into my life and it starts being a, a, a constant thought or a dream or something I desire... Then it needs to come with, it needs to check up off all the boxes, right? I'm not going for any red flags or any manipulation games. I'm not going for any users or abusers or manipulators or cheaters or disloyal. So I I already know the signs for of all that. So I'm really quick to cut it off and (laughs) keep people at arm's length. Send them love, give a hug and keep it pushing. No problem whatsoever doing that to protect how my value, to protect my heart, to protect my money, oh yeah, I'm willing to do that. And sometimes the hardest lessons, the best lessons learned are the ones you have to go through, through experience. But hey, if you are able to get and learn and grow from that situation, that situation was meant and it was only meant to teach you the lesson so you can move on and get to a place where you're, you've expanded or grown and you're not going down certain cycles again, period. That's what it is. And that's how it is, right? So now, where I'm at. Let's say some things that I decided to do that I didn't do before. So I have some, I suggest, right? So this is what I, I have done rec- most recently with some of my investments. It's, um, I have tied a lot. A lot of my investments, my whole life, and a lot of my insurances to trust funds. And those trust funds are tied to my children and certain things they must accomplish. And I believe I feel like I talked about this years ago in these segments. So if you've been following me for a while, you might remember me talking about something like this. Or you might be familiar with it yourself. But if you're not, right, if you don't remember or if you're not familiar, you can set up trust funds, right? And I suggest you do. This is million-dollar information. Your not only trust funds, but estates. I haven't got my estates yet. It's a work in progress. Did I want to speed up the progress having, you know, being the the side trophy on, on a 
successful, brilliant man's arm. Yes, and yes, not too late. (laughs) I'm still in my 30s. It's still giving. I mean, it could even happen in my 40s, whatever. But for now, I'm not waiting. I'm going to have my stuff set up prior to. I'm going to have my things together. And will I have the estates and all that prior to? Maybe, maybe not. But tying trust funds and estates to as beneficiaries ensures that your stuff doesn't have to go to probate court, litigation. People ain't fighting over this. People ain't fighting over that, right? And if you're not married and you're successful and then you decide to get married, if you have that stuff set up prior to, then your person, I mean, I'm hoping... You never know people, right? People are unpredictable. So it's the saying that you would want to marry someone that you feel like you can trust. That if they had access to everything that you owned, rather jewels, money, clothes, cars, houses, all of that. If you gave them the key to everything, right? The deed to everything, They would do right by your children if you had children. They would do right by your family if you had family. They would do right by your people. But it's nowadays people's motives and it's so disgustingly hard to trust people you've known almost all your life. It can be so hard that there's no guarantee. There is absolutely no guarantee. You can say, I'm 100% guaranteed this person wouldn't do this or this or that. There's no guarantee. I I wouldn't be able to guarantee. Like, I don't know what, like, I, I believe that I would have that. I could have had that trust in people before, but there's no way that I could trust a, a human, a man in such manner. So what I do or what I have done and what I suggest you do, if you have not been tied to a marriage, is... Tie all your insur- all your beneficiaries, all your money, all your insurances, everything that secures life after your life to estates and trust funds. Um, then, no matter what happens, there's a list of things that must have to to have that has to occur because you can put your own limitations and your own restrictions on who gets it what when and how and why and you have to know the people in your life's personalities right so what's that personality type okay well this person has shown me and I'm in this case for me because I am a single um single woman not a single mother let's get it straight single mother doesn't have a, fa- a, a man, a fa- the father figure around helping. She's a, she's a single parent and she's one parent parenting her children. I am far from a single parent. I am far from a single mother. I am a single woman <laughs> with no ring on my finger looking for someone to kind of uh, come scoop me up and not just anyone. So uh, pump the brakes. However... As a single woman, I'm doing things to secure the financial backings of what happens if I'm no longer on this earth and I have children, even though they're secured on their dad's end, they're secured on my end. However, because I'm unmarried, 
I want to ensure that my that my children do right. And because I don't know when my last day on earth is, no one does know their last day on earth. I have to ensure that if something was to happen to me, and this is how it happens. If something was to happen to me, let's say before my children are grown, then whoever their guardian is gets that money and gets to decide what happens to it. Now, I have been blessed beyond measure with a, and a great ex-spouse, right? I mean, I know 99.8% that if he, well, I'm 100% sure that if he had got money for my children, he would invest it in the ways that he feels will benefit them. I'm 100% sure of that. But... What I'm not 100% sure of, if I would approve of what he would invest his money into for them. That's where my brain is cycling, right? So because I'm unsure that I would be okay with what he would invest his money in for our children, if something was to happen to me out before they are grown of age, then I have to make choices that best benefits what I believe my money should go to or the money should go to to benefit them in the future. And as a finance major, as someone who's educated in those areas, then I have to decide, okay, I want to invest here. I want to invest there. I want to make sure this trust fund is set up this way. Money is going here. So then when and if and hopefully not, this child gets 18, they get this. If they accomplish this, they get that at 21, they get this at 25, and they get this by 30, right? Something like that. This is just an example, right? I have a daughter in college, right? So the trust fund sets up. Finish college, get your degree as a lawyer, accomplish this, do that. And there, you have that money set up for you, right? If something was to happen to me. Right. I know I have policies that are set up to go towards a a whole life. I believe 120 years old. I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure I ain't going to live to 120 years old. Right. So there are things because, yes, I might we might have might be prompted to do term life policies yes get you some term life policies but don't just let that stop make sure you have a diversified portfolio of real estate estates estates really real estate estates uh insurance accounts right and the right trust funds in the right areas so your money goes where it needs to go Okay, this is valuable information. It may be giving, you know, a little spoiler alert of, you know, who and what I have, but it's not. It's what you all should have. Who's listening to everybody who's ever listening to my podcast, anybody who ever talks to me, I would say have life insurance, have whole life insurance, have term life insurance, have accidental life insurance, have all those things, have trust funds set up, have your states, have your money diversified, have um, stock accounts, right? Have 
uh, again, like I said, insurance money, those mar- money market accounts have those, right? Have your savings accounts, have your investment accounts, right? But before all of that, not even before all of that, insurance is top, right? But before the vacation, that's what I'm saying. I wanted to start traveling the world, right? So I looked, started looking at prices. This is where I'm getting to that. I, at first I was, you know, being a little, I'm single. Cause so you can call it thoughtish or whatever. I'm not, I've I, I literally been with less than, less than two men in, 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 in a couple of years. Right. So I'm, I don't have to explain my, my bedroom preference or anything like that with anybody, but I'm just saying, I'm not really out here like that. And I don't plan to be because my energy and what I bring to the table is so much that no one deserves it. I don't, I haven't met too many that deserve it. And even the ones that I decided to spend it on, it's giving, they didn't earn it, (laughs) but Hey, I was in the giving mood. So it is what it is. So anyway, so what I'm saying is I started looking up plane tickets and, and venues and, and villas and all these things that I want to start experiencing, right? Because why not? Te- I'm, I'm teaching and I get paid su- spring breaks and paid summers and I'm just like, that's, that's pretty good to be off. I mean, it's a lot of work that goes into the job. I'm constantly working almost seven days a week, but it's love, right? It's work that I love to do. So it doesn't always feel like work. Sometimes it does because sometimes I'm doing things I don't feel like doing, but the passion and love surpasses the, 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 the tiredness or the feeling like, Oh, I don't feel like doing this right now. Right. And the breaks that happen so frequently is enough to kind of weigh out and balance out any other things that might make me feel like I am tired of doing something. Okay. And so, and I'm also youthful by nature. So I'm always bright and shiny and or not, but you know, everyone has their days. So I'm looking at prices because I'm trying to fill up my passport and those prices are no joke trips to um i mean i trips to africa trips to tahiti trips to bora that's the tahitian islands four thousand five thousand dollars three thousand dollars this is just the the getting there this is just the transportation part not to not to mind you food and room and board right it's just transportation alone. So I'm like, am I in a financial situation to start doing the traveling that I desire to do? To be honest, no. And if I did start doing it, it I would have to take away from savings or take away from other things. I'm not ready to take away from what I'm trying to build. Yes, we only get one life. And yes, experience and traveling and all those things are memorial. I mean, memorial. Um, They are some um, most memorable times that can be created. Things that 
But at the same time, if I'm going alone, who am I creating those memories with, <laughs> right? If none of the people that I surround myself at as of yet are in a position to do it, then I'm going alone, right? If I find a few young people, right, because I do know a few young people that are in a position to do some traveling, but I know their financial situation and they live too day to day, so they're not really in the position to travel. So I would not set them up to fail, right? Set them up to do those major trips when they're still in small government funding housing. No, 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 no. That's setting you up to fail. We start doing those traveling, those things that you say you can do and you're in government housing. So the only reason you don't have rent right now is because you live in a Section 8 building that says that you don't have rent, but they don't know that you're making money and you're making money and you're making money under the table. And then when you're making money under the table, you're you're just spending it, spending it, spending it on traveling and other things. No, I mean, wait. Let me go back. That sounds judgmental. I don't want to say no, okay? I don't want to say no to that, but I don't have to encourage it, right? And I and I was tempted because I'm like, who else am I going to travel with? Who else is able, right? And so, but then I look at my own financial situation and I'm just getting, right, for me, I'm just getting to the point where I feel like I'm stable enough, stable enough to start going house shopping, stable enough to go do this, this and that. But am I stable enough? Do I believe that I'm stable enough to spend six, seven, eight thousand dollars per person on traveling? Right. I Googled (laughs) sexiest men in the world. (laughs) Don't come for me. Don't judge me. Where are they located? It gave me, Google gave me about five or six places. None being America. And uh, one of the top ones was what I thought, right? Italy, of course. So I'm like, okay, I can do Italy. I can do a trip to Italy. But do I really want to go to Italy and find my husband? (laughs) Right? Uh, I don't really want to go find my husband, but he might be in Italy. He may be in Spain. He may be in Greece. I don't know, but those are on the list, right? And I don't deserve nothing but one of the sexiest men in the world. So might as well start where they're known to be. (laughs) And so I'm like, um, what can I do? How can I make these trips? Well, obviously... I don't feel comfortable making a trip like that. And let me tell you the breakdown of what would make me believe that comfortability to travel the world in that sorts, in that sense would be. All right. And if I'm telling you I am not comfortable and this is what comfortable looks like in my in, as a finance, then this is what it should be. There should be at least... $20,000, at least $20,000 in investments, at least circulating, constantly in circulation, right? Now, don't get me wrong. I had about, uh, I had more than that in investments before COVID. 
Do I have that now? No. So, <laughs> that's one, right? Um, I also believe that there should be a, a cushion of savings, not investments. Investments and savings is two different things. And I think I've, I've said that before, but it's time to reiterate and reschool for anybody, new listeners. So it's not just having 20000 Now, your, your, normal, your normal financial advisor would say about $10,000 to invest with. But I say it's comfortable to have a $20,000, $25,000 at least in circulation in investments. All right. Your savings account, your savings account should at least match your your income for a while. So I know it said about three to six months worth of income in a savings account. But because of inflation, because of the last pandemic, I would say double that. So not just six months worth of your income a year's worth of income. Because I know for me, when the economy shut down, right? It shut down. It was, it took about a year or two to get back stable. People were not working for a long time, a good year, right? So if they had not only getting whatever pandemic refugee uh, stimulus money, on top of savings that they already had, they would be in a good situation, right? That that would not have been a harmful situation. But a lot of times, a lot of people were not ready for that. A lot of people were not ready for the economic economic downturn they were going to experience. So it was like loss. Someone out of it because we got some gurus out here that hit big with crypto. We have some gurus out here who are um, are traders by day and they know the money market. They know how to like, you know, that's giving. That's giving financial wealth, financial literacy, independent financial, financial uh, independence, okay? That's my goal too, right? Even on a teacher's salary. My teacher's salary is quite high because I come into the teaching game with a lot of accolades and a lot of knowledge and a lot of expertise in certain areas. So I don't, I'm not starting off like some of these teachers right out of college where they start off at the minimum salary. Plus I know how to contract negotiate. So like I've said, pre a segment, prior segment, I was able to do some things and get favor in a lot of different areas. So I'm starting off in a good, in a position that I would have been within the government anyway. So I'm not losing in any term. I've actually won in a great bit, great deal. Despite divorcing, which I kudos, give kudos to my, um, my ex-husband because outside of him not maybe being as financial liter- um, literate, he was able to obtain and buy a house in a gold mine, right? He was able to be blessed through family inheritance and bought his grandma's house. This house 
and I don't think I've, I might have said it before, but this house is in a neighborhood of houses that go from anywhere or have constant like gentrification has gone from anywhere from uh, starting out in the, his grandma got, I think they obtained the house in the sixties. So they got the house thirty, forty thousand dollars dollars $20,000, right? And over the years, it would have been one of those houses that they would have came in and tried to build and, and sell and get the people out. But my ex-husband got, um, blessed to be able to buy it for little to nothing. And that house, when he gets done, is going to be a half a million, quarter million or more dollars. That's the type of area. Them houses in that area on Washington Boulevard. Look them up. Washington Boulevard, Indianapolis, central area. Okay. Those houses are worth hundreds and hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Right over on the next couple streets over, Meridian, in central Indianapolis millions of dollars these houses are worth so he has a gold mine and I'm so excited that I have been connected with him and had children with him because my children are blessed beyond measure and they're set up for life because not only do they have an educated financially savvy mother they have a father that's that's gaining real estate and and has a businessman hustler mentality to to obtain wealth and that's what they 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 get inheritance wealth what you're supposed to be here to help and create generational cycles of wealth generational cycles of inheritance building now even though yeah i could say oh if we were to, if people make these decisions every day, we stay together, right? For the kids, for the finance, finances, for, but we don't have to get along. We don't have to really be able to meet each other's spirit, uh, intimacy needs, mental needs, all that. It can be toxic as long as we're financially creating this wealth. No. I'm here to break all cycles from finances to mental health to uh, infidelity to insecurity to all of it. I'm not here to just break one cycle. Yes, staying in that situation, we would have broke the cycle of divorced families in the black America. We would have broke the cycles. of. But what cycles are we also allowing? Right. What cycles are we allowing to repeat? No. So you got to, there has to be a balance. So yeah, we get to break these, this, and that, and this cycle. We're also breaking the cycle of choices in relationships. Choosing what's best for our hearts and minds and bodies and souls, even if that means being alone. Right? Being independent and wealthy and building an empire and then learning to come together. And yes, everything, people are going to disagree. People are going to have moments where they're not in one, an accord. But they have, if they are healthy, they would want to choose or learn to choose 
things that are going to be in the betterment of them and that person they're with growing and learning and getting better and out of those toxic cycles. If it ain't ready to learn and grow, it got to go. Period. Baby daddy, friend, brother, mother, sister, whoever you are. Right? That's kind of how I look at it. (laughs) And so that mentality definitely has been something that I have obtained even more in the recent when I've had to start over several times and realize, oh, starting over, oh, starting over, realizing where I could have been, but glad that I didn't have to go because if I would have gone, then I wouldn't have learned what I know now and would have been prepared for what I'm being prepared for now, right? Next level. These are the things. So anyway, I'm, I'm realizing I am absolutely not ready to do the traveling that I want to do. And even then, if I, let's say I found my, I have my life partner whose mindset and mentality and growth set and finances is meeting mine and it's giving, right? And the energy is reciprocated. Then I'm able to travel, right? And that takes traveling to a whole nother level because that type of traveling, yes, it's twice as much because it's not one person paying. It's two bodies, right? Two, <laughs> two passports. It's two. But however, it's two that becomes one. And in that case, I'm getting to really truly experience things with someone to create memories with someone, right? To talk to my grandchildren and great grandchildren and show pictures of and write about because as a writer those inspirational things I'm a poet too right I have songs I have raps I have things out here so it's not like I'm one level of writer where I'm only going to write about my autobiography I'm only going to write about my life it's not just writing about my life if I get inspiration when I'm feeling like my creative juices are flowing I mean, I could sit in a beautiful villa in the middle of Italy or some wine vineyard somewhere in the middle of nowhere or some beach or some mountaintop with oceans and waves and sunlight, right? And, and just be and connect with the, the earth in the universe and, and love and light and it's just beautiful and write about it. And be in love with, you know, and be in love with it and share that time with someone. Intimately, true intimacy, right? Being truly into me. So exciting. And I see that and I believe that I wouldn't be if I didn't think it could come to pass or if it's not able to come to pass, I wouldn't be able to see it. I wouldn't be able to feel it or desire it or want it. So I know that it's in it's coming into fruition one day. I don't know what day, but in the meantime, yes, there needs to be about $25,000 in circulation. There needs to be about a year's worth of salary. If your salary, whatever you do to make revenue, whatever you do to make an income, whatever income is coming is giving. It needs to be in circulation. If you're already a millionaire, you already got money. It needs to still be in circulation because all it takes is getting someone who knows how to spend. And I sure do know how to spend, right? Or 
being a quick spender to, to lose your money. All it takes is another economic downturn. All it takes is this or this and that. You losing your six-figure income if that was what you was making. Getting fired, whatever. For you to, you know, some people can be rich and only one paycheck away from being poor. All right? So, yes, get the finances circulating, working for them, working for you, not you working for it, and get that comfortable. Then your account should have money in it. My account should have so much, well, it doesn't have to have millions, right? But it should have enough circulation in it that all my bills can be paid on auto pay. Not quite there. Only only got two of them on auto pay. And that's the main parts. Electric and gas, right? When, if I, when I get to the point where electric, gas, phone, uh, mortgage or rent or whatever, or the house is paid off, don't, don't have to do none of that, right? All of this stuff is on auto pay. Because on auto pay, it's just paid whenever. I don't have to think about when it's due. All my credit cards are paid off. But if I was able to spend them, right? If I was spending the, the credit cards and they were on auto pay every, every month, because they're due, always due on the same day every month, just everything on auto pay. And it wouldn't hurt my account to have to, okay, I can pay you on this day. I, I can't pay you exactly on that day. I pay you on that day. Yes, it's good to be in a financial situation. You can pay all your bills and all your bills are paid up and your bills are paid off or your bills are paid on time but as i'm and i'm talking this 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 is thoughts of a black girl okay so some white privilege ain't gonna have to have had experienced some of this but some have to experience some of this right but if it's all taken care of right and it's on auto pay you got the savings you got your investment cycle circulating and then i mean i wouldn't take it even further then you can start traveling. But for how I'm thinking, it's, I'm not even comfortable with that. I need some real estate in my portfolio. I don't have no real estate in my portfolio. So all of that and some real estate in my portfolio. Now I can travel the world. Now I can travel the world. Or, or take a step back. And think this land ain't really my land because they stole the, they were born on this land and then taxed the land and said this land is their land when this land is God's land and this land don't belong to nobody. We can't buy land that don't belong to us. So how about we just live on the land for free? Don't let get me started. <laughs> live on the land for free, not try to be cycled into buying anything, right? And just travel the world. Still have the savings and everything, investments and all that stuff secured. Why? Because your life shouldn't just be about you. Why? Because if you're living, you're giving. Why? Because you want to create generational wealth that your children, children's children can live upon and grow upon. That's why. So, yeah, I might be comfortable enough once savings is where it's supposed to be. This is where it's supposed to be without buying a house. But one of the first things I said I wanted to do this this coming up the beginning of the year is buy a house. So then that's the sacrifice. I can't go travel to Venice. I can't go travel to to Spain. I can't go um, travel 
to Tahiti or to any of the eight um, Asia or Europe or African places, African continents. If I haven't bought my house, but that's not necessarily true, right? Or is it? So there's there's a lot of things that go into some moving like I move, right? And so I wanted to give you all a glimpse or some type of idea. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to still be coming on this platform with my students. We're coming soon. I haven't pitched the idea that I have a lot of things going on. I'm over a lot of things within uh, the high school. I am doing a lot of things with planning and events. And and, um, I think I joined the negotiation, contract negotiation committee. I guess I was so good at negotiating mine, right? So there's a lot of things that I have going. And so saying that I want to do this or that with this platform at the moment is happening, but it's just not being rushed. Because at this point, I'm looking at all things, people, places, opportunities being divinely set and happening in its own time and how it's meant to happen. So I'm no, I I mean, I no longer trying to control or push a narrative that I feel like was brought to me for this particular reason or that particular reason or trying to fit it in a box. I think that as long as I'm moving forward, not think, I know that as long as I'm moving forward and I'm and the goal is to expand, grow and expand the minds of those around me and make an impact. Sky is the limit. Sky is there is no limit. OK, so that's kind of how I look at that. That's kind of how I see things. However, if you want to travel the world, life is short. YOLO, right? You only live once. Do it. Don't let. My financial guru side of listening to me stop you if that's something you want to do, do it. However, for me, I'm thinking like when I start pricing how much it's going to cost to travel here or there or there, then I the calculations start rolling in my head. Okay, what what financial situation would I have to be in to comfortably spend five to ten thousand dollars? What state would I have to be in to spend almost two months pay on a on a travel? Well, here what here it goes. This is what I'm going to have to do. This is what I have to go or this is what I'm going to have to. Right. So in order for that to happen, I have to either collaborate. Right. With my kingdom spouse, because that's the only person that's going to be able to connect with me on a level that God sees fit for me to see the things that God has given me as a desire of my heart that he would allow to be a desire of my heart. Because why else? Right. And so the only person that could fulfill that if I'm waiting for it to be someone else outside of me is going to have to be someone that's divinely sent to me a kingdom spouse and. That's, you know, but that's something I can't wait or stay stagnant on. Right. So in the meantime, in between time, let me build a house that's going to stand on solid ground. Right. I'm okay with that. Maybe that's not the quote unquote, the 
feminine woman's job, right? To build a house on solid ground. However, at least I have the knowledge, right? Maybe I don't have to do the building and and use my masculine. Maybe the the balance of it is my intelligence and my beauty and then the doors and the opportunities and the people and places and things will arise. And that's what I've seen happen. But in the meantime, in between time, I will be on this platform talking to men, boys, girls, females, whoever, right? Even those who identify with neither, whoever they may be, right? Here to tell you to comfortably be set up. And if you're already in that position, I am so proud of you. I'm happy for you, regardless what race or creed you are, even with privilege or no privilege. Even if you if you got it without privilege, I really give you kudos because you got it up out the mud and you got up out of the, the circumstances that were set up against you to fail and you made it work and you made it happen and you didn't die doing it. You didn't go to jail doing it, right? I'm kudos to you. I'm clapping for you. My heart goes out to you. I'm sending you good energy. Now, if you have privilege and you were just born into what you wealth and you was just born that way, kudos to you because you don't really even realize how good you have it compared to if you were just born a different shade or a different race or a different creed, you wouldn't have what you had. Kudos to you. Right? It is what it is. And those of you that feel like you have privilege or feel like you should have had privilege because of your skin. Not kudos to you because it's not about your skin. It's about what your family has set up for generations and what have they protected for you and, and allowed you to inherit it. And if you were inherited or if you didn't get an inheritance, what you've worked hard to obtain or worked for to obtain or came across and lucked up and attained. And now what are you doing with it to build and give and, and expand your life and the lives of others around you? What are you doing? Right. So anyway, that has been thoughts of a black girl on this day, this segment. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you would like to donate, as always, I'm telling you, Money Sign T-O-A-B-G, or Money Sign Thoughts of a Black Girl is Cash App. You can always donate PayPal. It's Thoughts of a Black Girl. You can always send an email if you're interested in anything that Thoughts of Black Girl has going on, T-O-A-B-G-I-N-C at gmail.com. You can also visit the website, thoughtsofablackgirl.com. There is Thoughts of a Black Girl merchandise if you're interested and you like the logo, don't steal it. Just go buy it off my website. The money is nonprofit. It will go to the youth explosion and things that we're doing in the community. If you want to send anything, gifts, donations, anything like that, again, this is 501C. You can write it off. Send it to P.O. Box 21, Marion, Indiana, 46953. And until next time, and I don't know when that next time will be, but hopefully sooner than later, God bless you and peace be with you.